First, thank you for being here tonight to spend next one hour together meditating and uh, reflecting. This is a meditation session. But what is meditation? That's a very big question, is it? The very understanding of meditation, the process of understanding that actually is meditation. So today's topic is about being present. I think being present is becoming a platitude, right? We have used that phrase a lot in the life. But what does it mean to be present? How can we be really pre be present? It's not about this word, but about a state of being present. So today, let's re-examine this phrase a little bit to go beyond it and to reflect our life, to observe the mind, to hopefully understand a little bit about truly be present. So before we start today's session, Still, let's be quiet for three or four minutes. This silence starts with a rainbow, also ends with a rainbow. During these four minutes, you can focus on breath, or you can just reflect how many moments of the day you were not present. And after these three minutes, let's come back to the session to talk about being present.
What is being present? Have you ever considered this question carefully enough? Is being present an idea or something beyond an idea? Have you ever noticed the difficulty of talking about being present? It is easy right, to think about being present, to talk about being present, but it must be very different from being present. It's like we think we are happy, and we are happy. Those are two different states. We think who we are and uh, who we are are two different stories, are they? How can we prevent being present from being a platitude? When it becomes a platitude, we lose the sensitivity to this state. Because this phrase has been abused by so many people. What is being present? What is present? When we are talking about present, there's a reference point, right? That is the past and the future. And in between, there's a, a tiny gap, which we call present. But when we are talking about it, it is still an idea, right? An idea, a concept. How can we be present without thinking about being present? The meaning of being present must be beyond 
the words, the phrase, the language itself. Look at ourselves in the day life. How busy we are with a thought, with an idea, opinion, ideology, a school of thoughts. Why are we so eager to be engaged in all kinds of thoughts? Because we think thoughts are important, right? The thoughts make up the life, do they? From the first day of the school, people are educated in a way to cherish thoughts, cherish ideas, cherish dreams. You need to have a dream. You need to have an ambition. That's people are told. So we build up the thoughts in all kinds of ways to make who we are. So we can think who we are, right? Think about the title, my history, the things, what I'm proud of. My identity, my identity. My position. Even my nation, my country, my language, my culture, you name it. I have to cling to these thoughts to define who I am, or else I'm nothing. I don't want to be nothing. Being nothing is so scary.
I want to be something. So I need to make efforts to be something, to become someone. So with that efforts, I'll have an idea. And I need to take actions to combine the idea and action. But it's so painful, is it? This has become the life, the standard of the life. No matter here in Europe, in US, in China, the same, different mental construct, but the, the same standard. What are thoughts? Have you ever considered what are thoughts? Actually, that's a very serious question, is it? We are so engaged in thoughts, but what are thoughts? Where do those come from? Aren't they the activities of your neurons? The activities of the neuron paths? Do you know how the neuron works? Or do, have you felt how the neuron works? Sometimes these part of neurons are very active. Sometimes they are not. So sometimes you have those thoughts. Sometimes you have other thoughts. When the neuron stop working, the thoughts also disappear. But what do we do in our life? We try to keep activating some neurons to make sure that thoughts are always there. Like the identity, the title, the position, the fame, the all kinds of prestige. All kinds of thoughts that could bring pleasure. For all the thoughts that give trouble, we try to forget it. We try to run away from that. 
those are so tricky. It's beyond your control, is it? But back to the neurons. When the neurons stop working, those disappear. If the, if the neurons couldn't do this work, I guess you would have died already, right? But can we give a little further think about this? Aren't those illusions? They are the, the activities of the neurons, which are so changeable all the time. Have you ever noticed the, m the misery of the life for some good thoughts, which seem to be good, like fame or kind of pleasure? We try to keep activating the neurons to make, to hope, in the hope that we can make this thought permanent. But the very doing that creates the attachment And the pain comes. So we want to then get rid of these thoughts. The mind falls into chaos. Have you ever noticed the wanting here? The very simple action to want something want to keep the thoughts permanent, want to get rid of thoughts. It seems that permanent and uh, getting rid of are, are two opposites. But are they? They are both in the domain of wanting. That's what we want about the about thoughts. What does wanting mean, or what does wanting imply? Doesn't wanting imply care? You care about thoughts. You care about present thoughts. You also care about unpleasant thoughts. But you care about thoughts because you believe thoughts are important. 
Well, the fact is, thoughts are illusions. If you care about thoughts, how can you be present? So the entanglement with the thoughts prevents one from being present, does it? Look at the whole day, the whole life, how many moments you are entangled in thoughts. So before we continue the discussion, so let's meditate for 10 minutes. Breath meditation. So if some of us have never done that before, in the next two minutes, I will, I will briefly introduce the technique a little bit. During the meditation, Let's focus on the breath. Focus on the sensation of breath. Which means that when you breathe in, notice that you are breathing. And focus on the sensation of, of the in-breath. When you breathe out, notice that you are breathing out. Focus on the sensation of breathing out. So the focus, the attention is on the sensation of breath. At the same time, you have to notice the in-breath, the out-breath. And for most people, those will pop back to interrupt. So what you can do is focus on the breath. Don't care about thoughts. Don't interact with thoughts. Don't identify with thoughts. So in the next 10 minutes, let's follow the audio guide to Feel the breath. To not to think for a while.
Now, let's take a 10-minute meditation. Start by taking a moment to find a comfortable position to sit in a posture that you feel relaxed and get alert. Let hands rest on your knees or laps. Let the eyes close gently. Soften your forehead. Act a soft smile in the corner of your lips. Breathe naturally. As you breathe in, be aware that you are breathing in. Feel the sensation of breathing in. The region can be the nostrils, can be the belly, can be anywhere. Focus on the part you feel most. As you breathe out, be aware that you are breathing out. Feel the sensation of breathing out. The region can be the nostrils, can be the belly, can be anywhere. Focus on the part you feel most. Fix your attention on the breath. Let go of any thought, words, images. This moment, nothing is more important than breath.
while you are listening to the bell. Check where your attention is. If it wasn't on the breath, after the bell, gently invite your attention back to the breath, and sustain your attention on the breath.
slowly bring your awareness back to this room. Feel into your body. Wiggle your fingers and toes. When you are ready, open your eyes. How does everybody feel now after this ten-minute meditation? Relaxed. Relaxed. For me, busy mind. As always, lot of thoughts. Lot of thoughts. You see, so just further to the discussion before the session, before the meditation session, we talk about thoughts or illusions. Thoughts are not important at all. Very unimportant. Very unimportant. But what do you do when you cannot avoid like a thought? Brings another thought, and then daydreaming or fantasies, and you are caught up in the story because you are enjoying it. You know it's not real, but you still enjoy it, so you go for it. So, the problem here is that we still cling to thoughts, just as Anna said. They assume much pleasure. From thoughts as well. the The pleasure from thoughts is a, such a huge attraction. That's the issue, right? Because we create this duality, pleasure and pain. If we define something as pleasant, there must be something which is called unpleasant. This duality make us cling to the thoughts. Because we still had hope that we can get pleasure from thoughts without any pain from thoughts, but we might also notice that can we understand thoughts are not important? It doesn't mean that we don't think. 
We can still think, but can we understand that thoughts are in any way unimportant? It doesn't deny that you should not think. Everybody is thinking. But can we think while understanding that thoughts are unimportant at all? Can we negate the thoughts totally? It doesn't mean that you give up thinking. But can we negate the importance of thoughts totally? What are thoughts? Thoughts are symbols. Thoughts are images. Are they? When we are engaged in thoughts, we are either engaged in languages, all kinds of words, sentences. For most people, the mind is the words. The words are the mind. What amazing word is it? Other, we are engaged of all kinds of mental images, expectation, the self-image, fame, prestige, you name it, all kinds of mental images. When I look at you, sometimes I don't look at you at all, because when I, the moment I look at you, there's an image about you formed in my mind. I judge you by your by your clothes, by your face. I never look at you, actually. I only look at the image of you. That's what most people are doing right, in, the, in their life. Can we live a life without an image? Can I really look at you without judging you? Again, here, the session is we sit together to look at the mind. It's not about some ideas or strategies to be present, but let's look at the mind in this way, with honesty, pure honesty. It is hard, is it? hard to look at something we are enjoying. To negate something that can give us pleasure. While putting up with the chaos, the, the trouble from the thoughts. So this kind of looking at the mind. It's not about tell, telling us what to do or what not to do. Nothing to do with that. We can still think, 
But at the same time, can we understand and deeply feel thoughts are not important at all? They don't deserve a place on the mind. Though we can still think. Look at our life. We think thoughts are so important, so we are so petty for all kinds of details. We argue, we compete. All kinds of emotions from the thoughts. There's a very famous Chinese ancient philosopher called Zhuangzi, Zhuangzhou. He said that to live peacefully, joyfully, one has to live in infinity. A life in infinity. What does that mean? Let's come back to thoughts. Have you ever noticed it? Thoughts are always limited. Thoughts are always fragmentary. When you are trapped in thoughts, you are entrapped by a small place on the brain. Is it? Look at the whole world. Different people are entrapped in different thoughts means that different people are present in different places on the brain. So look at it. the whole world is divided by thoughts because there are so many different prisons on the brain. Different people, be, different people be, be belong to different prisons. Look at this, the whole population of prisoners. That's the greatest prison, prison ever. How many people are really free? How many people are really free, as this is said? How many people are really feel free? It's not about the idea of freedom, which is, no, it is a platitude in all nations, like in the Western world, all kinds of democracies, for the concept of freedom. We don't talk about that. That's only a word, a idea. Entrapped, entrapped some people. We talk about freedom means that f feel free. 
no fear. You know, this is what Zhuangzi said, to live in infinity. This means to be present, right? To live a life without mental image. You can think, but you can still live a life without that mental image. But for most of us, the difficulty is the attraction of the presence of the thoughts. Look at the whole industry of entertainment. All kinds of programs to give you the images, to trigger your thoughts, to make you feel happy. And look at life, the daily life, all kinds of misery. Also because of thoughts. So being present means that can we negate the importance of thoughts? in your mind. The thoughts about the ego, the thoughts about self-image, the thoughts about identity, the thoughts about the title, even the thoughts about being free. When your life is really beyond thoughts, which doesn't mean you don't think, but a life beyond thoughts is a life beyond all prisons. Beyond all the reactions, emotions arising from all kinds of prisons. That's called being present. So, simply speaking, being present has nothing to do with what you think or what you not think. But it's about being a state. not trapped by any mental images, any thoughts.
can we have a mind which is not a mere verse? Um, Sico, <clears throat> I'm a bit confused about that. <laughs> Sorry, um, because you say um, a world beyond thoughts, and then you say, which doesn't mean you don't have thoughts. Um, and I think there's a problem because in daily life, um, you uh, probably after meditation, you start a day outside. Uh, your front door and then um, you need you have the thoughts which are necessary to do the things you are doing and then uh, yeah because of emotions of, of uh, remembrances of the past um, I think uh, those thoughts are aggravated or are they are lessened um, because you are learned you've learned that and then other thoughts pop up, and then the whole um, uh, circus of thoughts starts, and you cannot be beyond thoughts. Oh, thank you for Bob's question on this. Beyond thoughts doesn't mean without thoughts. Of course, in their life, no matter which society you are living in, all kinds of things can trigger a lot of thoughts, is it? But can we negate the importance of thoughts? It, it doesn't mean that you don't have thoughts. Can we negate the importance of thoughts? It's not about avoiding thoughts. But can we consciously deny the importance of thoughts? Can we deeply realize that thoughts is also a mental game? It means that can we don't care about thoughts? while you are playing with thoughts. Because it is easy. <coughs> well, please. That's not possible. Have you tried this before? Have you tried this carefully enough? Because that scenario is beyond thoughts. Thoughts are always limited, are always fragmentary. You can't imagine a life that you realize thoughts are, are unimportant. Can we, pra can we practice it? Not to think about that, how it's possible or not. Because when we think it's possible or it's not possible, it falls into another thought. 
which is always limited, turns into another prison. Can we practice it? Can we practice this state? to deeply feel how unimportant the thoughts are. Can we take actions? Mentally take actions to negate the thoughts totally. No, I know. <laughs> well, to me, the more I negate the thoughts, the more resistance I create, mm -hmm. the stronger the attachment to that thought. So uh, to me, only works like I, I leave it around until it dissolves. Neg but if I negate it, if I negate the thought, then the reaction cost is, 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 is making the emotion level higher mm -hmm. somehow. So it becomes messy, <laughs> I will say. So I, I want to point out, because probably there's some misunderstanding of the language here. So can we negate the thoughts without refusing the thoughts? Question the, 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 the truth of that thought. Yeah, we still let be, let come, let be, let go. But we negate the importance of the thoughts. But you don't refuse the thoughts. Let let the thoughts flower. But I know thoughts are important, are very unimportant. But flower, flower, let it be. Can we do that? I think uh, we can. Let's do it. Thoughts are unavoidable, right? no matter in which society we are living in. But can we negate the thoughts totally? At the same time, we don't refuse thoughts. We still observe the thoughts without being an observer. To let it flower, let it die. This can be a a, a, a very subtle level state of the mind. But if we really want to see clearly the relation between us and the thoughts, we have to be subtle in that way. So when we negate the importance of thoughts at the same time, we let it be. And that's a true state of not caring, right? Not caring at all. First, it's unimportant. Second, okay, let be. Then I'm not bothered by thoughts. It requires us to practice it consciously. 
That's called being present. Any comments or anything anything else want people want to speak or add? Or any questions to ask, to propose, to discuss? Uh, <coughs> okay, Anna, um, have a good week. Uh, Um, see you maybe next week. I'm staying, but my battery will die anytime. So I just wanted to <laughs> say that if I disappear, it's because my battery is dying. Okay, we understand. Thank you. You're welcome. We can try it, Tico. We can, we are trying every day. Yeah. <laughs> try, try it. Yeah. Any other questions or? Something to speak? I think for that, uh, Siko, we need to be um, aware of our thoughts, right? And then we can negate it. Because if they just happen, then we cannot negate them. Be aware of thoughts. Don't interact with thoughts. You can play with thoughts. Maybe another day, another day, maybe we can talk about emotions. I think there are even more kind of, they, they, they hunt you stronger than the thoughts of such, I think. Probably we can talk about that next, next session, about emotions. I think that's also a very good topic uh, to look at what are emotions. Maybe next next time, next maybe Wednesday or next Monday. Let's see. Maybe this okay. next Wednesday. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Thanks. Yeah. I think it's good for us to talk about different topics. You no, know, everything is about mind. And uh, if we can pay proper attention to some topics, we can get some clarity about that and uh, avoid some pitfalls in meditating. So before we finish this session, let's keep silent for another three minutes, shall we? To quieten down the mind after this one hour discussion.
Great. Thank you for everyone being here tonight to have spent the last one hour together looking within, turning inward to examine the mind. There's no other ways to understand the mind except looking within. Beyond the words, beyond any symbols, your observance is the only way to understand how the mind works. So finally, I still hope everyone has a good week. Be truly present. Try to be aware of the thoughts You don't need to refuse the thoughts. Just be with it. Understand, thoughts are not important at all. It doesn't deserve your attention. Of course, you have to play with thoughts. Play with it. Play, okay? Play. Play with it. I think everyone knows how to play. So, that's all for today. And uh, hopefully, we can see each other again in the future sessions. All right. Bye-bye, everyone.